It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour and welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. I want to start the show with a little piece of advice that I gave to a young guy who's a student. And, you know, when you're a student in college, it's a lot of partying, it's a lot of fun, it's a lot of opportunities. And then the guy met a girl and, then, you know, they started dating and everything. And then there's other girls in college that hits on him. And so he's confused. And I told him this and I mean it. The grass isn't greener on the other side. It's greener where you water it. I mean, you can always look around, oh, somebody looks better, it's cooler, smarter, this, that, yeah. But the truth is, the only thing that matters is the relationship you're in. So as long as you're happy in it, water the relationship so the tree of love can grow in a healthy way. And that is my first advice to you for the rendezvous tonight. You call that next with your questions, 855 905 8255. If you have a question for me, call the rendezvous 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Wendy. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Wendy. Welcome to the rendezvous. What is going on tonight? So I just got an upsetting text. It was from my Uh sister-in-law, and she talked about how we are spending Thanksgiving at her house. And it's upsetting because I didn't know about this. My husband and I are very much together, mm-hmm. and I don't know why he wouldn't have at least run this by me. And I feel really upset, but I don't want to start a fight if I don't have to. So I'm just wondering if you have any advice with how to approach him about it, because I do feel like it's disrespectful to schedule that big holiday without talking to me. Okay. I, I agree. It's disrespectful, but it's not the end of the world. So why do you think it's so upsetting? Is there something else lately he's done, that an accumulation of little things that now makes you more upset about anything? Well, honestly, it's the relationship I have with my in-laws. Ah. Um, they're pretty judgmental. We're both artists and don't make a lot of money, and they are very well off, and they like to talk about how well off they are, and it feels almost judgmental of us. So okay. it's just a chance for me to go and feel somewhat humiliated by our life choices, <laughs> which I'm not humiliated by outside of that situation. So, okay, just a question. Their parents, they, they pay you bills by any chance? No, no. Well, then, when you go to that um, that place, first of all, tell your husband that it'll be better uh, so that you guys share the decision. I agree with you there. But also, maybe it's you know it's time for you guys to define a strategy with your in-laws where you keep them at their place, outside yeah. your circle of trust, <laughs> like the movie. Really, just, you know, because it's all about you and him. Yeah. Who cares what the in-laws thinks? Right. Okay? So please, don't spend any energy anger, because I know you're creative, so it's better you use all your energy to be creative and doing wonderful things for the world, because we need that. We need more creative, beautiful things than anything else. That's such good advice. So, okay. so I'm not going to be mad at my husband about it, because really my problem is yeah, it's feeling a, it, humiliated by his family. Exactly. So, so I think it's, it's about his parents, and it's time for you to say, listen, I don't really care. And if at any time at the dinner you feel humiliated or you know put down... You just ask, I just wonder why every time I come here, you guys want to humiliate me and my husband or maybe just me. And then look at their faces. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That would be really powerful. Just the truth. It's always powerful to say the truth in a nice way. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much, Simon. That helps me. Well, I'm glad I can help, Wendy. So you, you take care of that. Happy Thanksgiving and have a good night. Thank you, Simon. I got to go to my voicemail now because my producer Jill is telling me I got to answer that voicemail next.
If you have a question for me, even outside the show hour, just leave me a voicemail like this one, and I'll answer. Bonjour. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, so um, my name's uh, Joel. Um, I'm 18 and stuff, but um, man, I need advice, bro, because there's one girl that, um, that works across the street from me, man, and I think she's like really beautiful, you know? And, like, I want to get to know her more and stuff, but, like, I'm not that, like, an outgoing guy, you know? I'm very shy, very nervous, you know? And I just, I don't know, like, how to start a conversation with her or anything, you know? Like, I pass by the store, or, like, I see her across the street or whatever, and it's, like, I get butterflies in my stomach, you know? And I don't know what it is, but... So, yeah, that's basically it. Um, if you can give me advice on that. Joel, thanks for the voicemail. I'm definitely going to give you advice how to start talking to somebody you really like but you don't know. That's next. What would you do if you liked somebody that works in a shop that you sometimes stop by, you have the butterflies for her, like this voicemail I got from Joel, who is you know young as I think is 18, and said, you know, Simon, give me some advice. I don't know how to get to know her. I don't know how to talk to her. Joel, here's the trick. Slowly but surely. First, if she doesn't know you, say, hey, you know, I've seen you around. How are you? you know, I'm Joel. She says her name. And you and say, have a great day. That's the step one. Step two, if you see her once you know her name, you have small talk, you know, what kind of uh, music you like, what kind of movies you like, what kind of uh, anything, social media you follow, anything to get to know her. And every time you see her, tell her the truth, a little compliment. I love your hair today. I love what you're wearing. I love this. Just one thing. And at one point, she'll be comfortable enough with you that you can have coffee, go to a movie, something like this. Just remember, be polite, respectful, and respect her space. Don't get too close to her at the beginning. Good luck to you, Joel, and thanks for the voicemail. You call the next. 855-905-8255. That's the rendezvous number. Bonjour, Claire. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Claire. Welcome to the rendezvous. How can I help you? Okay, so I've been seeing this guy for about four months, and we met, and things were immediately, you know, sparks flying, and I was about to move to his city for work, and I couldn't find an apartment anywhere, and he said, well, why don't you just come stay here with me until you find a place, and I did that, uh-huh. and just recently, he seems to be getting very easily frustrated with me uh-huh. and a little snippy. Oh. And I don't know if it's because of something that I'm doing or like maybe he just doesn't want me there anymore or maybe he just doesn't want to have a relationship with me anymore. Um, mm-hmm. And I just don't know really what to do. Sure. Uh, Claire, in your intuition, because women intuition is a magic tool, it's never wrong. Mm-hmm. In your intuition... Do you think he still want to be with you and live with you or not? Uh, Part of the problem is that I am having a really hard time knowing my own intuition. Because like one minute, he'll be so sweet. And then like he'll kind of snap. Okay. So I'm going to help help with your intuition. So then stay with me. Why would you want to stay with a man? who's so unstable that it'll make you nervous to be in the same room than him because you never know what's going to happen next. I don't know. I guess I'm just looking 
for the truth in the kindness that he showed me that he, I mean, he still shows me kindness, but there was something in the beginning that was like, you know, the sparks and we really seemed to connect. And and now it's gone. It's kind of fading. If yeah. And it's not coming back. You don't think so? No. And you know, so. I don't know what to do. Here's, here, listen, I'm, I'm going to give you really, I think, my best advice. Love is like a journey. If you had to tour the world, you would want your ship to be stable. You cannot tour the world and, and be in love with somebody who's unstable and makes you nervous and be snappy because all the science is passive-aggressive from him. He just doesn't know how to say to you, it's over. I don't want to be with you anymore. And you don't want to hear it. So both of you are living in an unspoken world that only makes both of you unease. Yeah. Am I wrong or am I right? No, you're right. So I think it's time for you to move to a different apartment and you have to break up and not be subjected to passive aggressive in any way. Okay. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. I do. That's what I'm here for. So call me anytime. Good luck to you, Claire, and thank you for calling. Thank you. I am going to go to my Instagram and answer that question because I got a guy. He's kind of disturbed by what his girlfriend is doing lately. So we'll get to that next. If you have a question for me but you can't call me, you can send me an Instagram DM at Rendezvous Radio. Trish, what's going on with Francisco and this girl he's seeing? Francisco says bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Francisco. I've been hanging out with this girl and she's really cool. But lately, she's been coming over without telling me first, and I don't like it. She'll always have an excuse like bringing me food or dropping off something, but I find it rude to just come over unannounced. And I don't know how to get her to stop. Any advice? That's a good question. What should you do if your new partner comes over unannounced over and over? That's coming up next. Do you think that it's kind of rude if you date somebody and they come unannounced to your house? A couple of times? Or do you think it's cool? Because Francisco sent me a DM on my Instagram and saying, you know, I don't know what to do. That new girl I've been hanging out with, who's really cool, but she started to come over my house without telling me first, and he doesn't like it. So what do you do in that case? Tell her the truth. Say, listen, I don't like anyone to come over my house unannounced. She'll get it. All you have to do is not be afraid of rejection. She's not going to take it bad. I think most of us don't like you know, people we don't really know to come over and announce. Even in my family, it's not good to come to people we know, even, you know, unannounced. So I think that's totally okay. And it's your house, your rules. Okay, Francisco? So be direct, be kind, but be firm. Tell her what you want from get-go. And no more confusion. I hope that helps you, Francisco. I'm sure she'll get it. You call that next on the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. When you think romance in your memory, do you have one story that stands out? If you do, call me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Lily. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Lily. So you have a story that stands out when you think of romance and love? I do, I do. So my now husband, um, many years ago when we first moved in together, I used to have a habit of leaving little love notes or words of encouragement if he was having a rough day uh, for him to find. Um, over the years, we, we got married, we had kids, uh-huh. 
things became chaotic. Um, and slowly, I guess the note writing faded away. Uh, in that time, we started going through a really rough spot. Um, the kids were overwhelming. Life was overwhelming. And we started talking about divorce. Mm-hmm. One morning I woke up and I found one of the notes that I must have written him 10 years ago, waiting for me with a cup of coffee. I had no idea. I guess he had kept all of those notes from those years ago. Oh. And so he started leaving them for me to find again. And, and with that, I think we both realized that we had stopped showing each other that we loved each other. And, and that was why we weren't feeling it anymore. So we put in the work and, and, and the note writing. And since then, things have been much better. I love that. Listen, it's such a great reminder, an inspirational story that indeed, you know, like all of us may go into a relationship, get married and or not get married, but it gets hectic kids. And then there is not much room for romance and expression of how we feel for each other. When you bring that back on, right, Lily, it, you can breathe again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And really, it, it took having to think about it because you can't just take that person for granted. And we really were. Listen, I, I totally understand, and I'm glad you remind me of this. So thank you so much for sharing that story with us tonight on The Rendezvous. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome, et bonsoir. Bonsoir. You know, there's something very deep in that last story, because really, no communication equals no romance. Let's talk about that next. Do you agree with the statement that without communication, there is no room for romance? None. Because one of the things that we all have to keep in mind is when we don't communicate to each other how we feel, what's going on, and we hear each other, then we don't feel romantic towards each other. You know what's the worst enemy of romance? Unspoken and passive-aggressive. Resentment that comes from not being understood. So that's something really important to keep in mind. Communicate, communicate, communicate. And then there's the second side. How do you bring back the romance in the house when it has faded away over the years? I'll tell you that next on The Rendezvous. How do you bring back romance when it has faded away over the years because you've been together forever, monotony has settled in, and you know you've, you know each other so well, you don't even know what to say to each other, kids all over the place, chaotic. Just like my last caller, Lily, said, chaotic. And so here's the thing. A relationship is like a fire, right? What do you need? You need a spark to start a fire, some papers, and then you put you know, dry woods and so on, and then the fire becomes really big. And it's romantic and warm. It's like how we feel for each other. And inside of us, it's like the butterflies. But then let's say you go to sleep. And then in the morning, what happens? The fire needs new papers, new dry woods, and so on. You need to feed the fire to keep it warm. Same thing with your relationship. You need to keep feeding the relationship to keep it warm for both of you. And communication is the key to keep the fire of the relationship on. You call that next on the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. If you don't understand your partner and you want help, just call me, 855-905-8255. Kate, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Kate. What's up? So, my husband is a wonderful person, but 
he's always walking on the floors with shoes on right after I've mopped them. And another thing that really, really, really annoys me that I wish I could just get him to change is that he will treat the recycling bin as if it's also a garbage because he doesn't have to open the drawer to get to the garbage. So every morning I spend like 10 minutes separating the actual trash from the recycling. And this has been going on. We've been married for four years and... I am just wondering, what can I do to make him see that this is so annoying and just make him change? Okay. Uh, I see. When you talk about it with him, you must have talked about it with him, what was his answer? He says that it's just easier and or he just doesn't even notice. And he just continually uses the recycling like he does the trash and walks around the house with his shoes on. That, yeah, that's pretty annoying. Well, I think that um, there's two things you can do. Maybe you can write with a big panel somewhere um, so he can't miss it right as he walked in into your house. Take off your shoes, honey. You know, like <laughs> in big, right? So, because man, you know, sometimes, you know, we just don't want to see it or we just don't pay attention and or, you know, daydreaming. So I suggest for the shoes side, if there's a location in the house, is there any place in the house you could put a a, a, a board and, and written in big, take off your shoes, honey? Um, I think so. I feel like that he usually drops his keys off. I put a, a big sign. <laughs> okay, that's for that. For the trash, creatively, what could you do so he does it? Oh man, I don't, I don't know. I, I guess I could just leave the trash can outside of um, the little place where I usually keep it tucked away, so uh-huh. that he doesn't use the recycling as a trash bin. That would work. So why don't you try yeah. this and just let's see how it goes, okay? Okay, sounds good. Thank All you. Right. Thanks for the call, <laughs> Kate, and good luck to you. What kind of pictures of yourself should you post if you online date? Let's talk about that next. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Really a big, big thank you because I I really don't take you for granted. So thank you for tuning in to The Rendezvous. I want to finish with a question someone asked me actually recently who is online dating. And here's the question. In online dating, should you use your best pictures to get more matches or average pictures so that when you meet in person, you look better? So interestingly... 65% of you voted just post your average pictures, and 35% of you said, no, no, post your best pictures. And I'm kind of in the mixed. I think the mixed is some great pictures and some average pictures, so it's kind of you at your best or you, you know, just regular days. We all have them. So uh, that's my advice, and that's the last advice for tonight. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a good night. Bonne nuit. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.